welcome back to the second segment of episode 142 of Sold with Updike Pew. What are we going to talk about? Well, this is going to be the very first of a lot of segments, I think, that we'll begin to filter in over the next six months. But this one is going to be the groundwork for that. And this is going to be talking about PDs, historics, conservations, and overlays, oh my, mm -hmm. to kind of give people an idea because these, like HOAs, are something that you're buying into, should be made, made aware of and is going to dictate a little bit, if not a lot, of what you can and can't do with your home. Mm -hmm. So it's wise to know what they are. Yeah, there and there are really four levels of this, just yes. like you were talking about. There's PDs, which is short for planned development. Mm -hmm. And you know, they can implement planned developments either in a, the very beginning of a, of a neighborhood. They can also implement them uh, as something to that's not as restrictive as a, a neighborhood overlay, Correct. but that can help define uh, where commercial space is, and and you know, in a in a broader perspective, how that land all needs to be used. And typically, a PD has a number that is associated with it. And in the state, or in the city of Dallas, they are numbered. So PD one is the very first one when Dallas was formed. All the way to, I think, what is Oakland PD-1? Uh, I think it's PD-39 or, or 139. I 139. think you're right. There yeah. you go. 139. Yeah. PDs typically don't affect most individuals. Um, I would only happen to know that I had a condo in PD-15, mm -hmm. and it became very apparent uh, that I needed to know more about a PD when I had issues with that. But typically, a PD is not something that most homeowners are thinking about or influence. It's probably, of the ones we're going to discuss, the least likely to have any influence on them. That's true. And I, I wanted to point out, these are that people uh, sometimes use PDs, and then they talk about PIDs. And, and those are completely different. PIDs are public improvement districts, which... Not to be confused. Is not to be confused. They are a completely different animal than the... the uh, plan development that we're talking about. So if we kind of grab, if we take and go into what would be the next uh, layer that homeowners might experience, is that conservation? Is it historic? Which one is the next one? Um, the next is the, uh, the neighborhood overlay. Okay. And that one becomes uh, a little more restrictive. It is still on the, the, the lower end of restrictiveness, but um, the uh, uh, neighborhood overlays became very popular back in the early 2000s here because many, there was a lot of change that was going on in neighborhoods and some neighborhoods where there were a lot of longtime residents really wanted to slow all that development down and be able to retain more of the character and the charm for that neighborhood. And so there were, uh, there were some neighborhood overlays that were put into place, but they virtually stopped for the last 15 years and now they've kind of started back up again. They have. And some of the things that you see actually in these um, overlays, the regulations can include front yard setbacks, side yard setbacks, size of the garage, and height. Mm -hmm. All of these things can either be used to impede construction mm -hmm. um, or slow it down even and just kind of retain the uh, original concept of a neighborhood. And this that this process can take years for it to happen. They're, they're, they do get fast tracked sometimes when there is a a large percentage of people within the 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 neighborhood overlay that that want this. Like if you get seventy five percent of the of the houses in that neighborhood that want it to move forward, it moves forward at a much faster pace than it does if you've got less than seventy five percent of the owners in that neighborhood that want it to happen. And as I said, I am affected by. PD, and not many are, 
And I think you have something of an overlay that's trying to bubble up in your neighborhood. Yeah, we do. We, uh, um, I live uh, on the Bird Streets, which is right off of Inwood and Mockingbird. And our, our, our big neighborhood is called North Park Elm Thicket. That is kind of the, the name that was designated there many, many, many years ago. And a group of the neighborhoods that are more in the western part of the neighborhood have seen many of their their neighbors' houses be torn down and a, a different a different really different home be built next door to them and so they're they have uh, stepped up and they've gotten their the process uh, has started I think we've had uh, I think we've had six or seven meetings with the city planners about hmm. what kind of uh, what kind of uh, restrictions that you were talking about would be put into place and uh, it it will probably take I'm guessing it's probably going to be a probably a two-year project for this to even come to the point where it could be voted upon hmm. interesting yeah so the next one that we're going to mention is going to be a con conservation district mm -hmm. conservation districts are a little bit different in the fact that they take things just a hair further don't they yes they do um, conservation districts like the uh, the house we talked about last week that was on Morningside is in a conservation district and conservation districts really want to not only retain the 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 the, the character of the neighborhood but they want to put in place when properties are being rebuilt not just the setbacks and the mm -hmm. the lot coverage and those types of things but they want to also control more of the architectural styles. The characteristics. The characteristics. Yep, that is one of the big things. And we see a lot of these neighborhoods where we have lots of tutors or we have the California bungalows and those really begin to more affected. And they're not saying that houses that are, haven't been maintained can't be um, taken down, but they're saying what comes back needs to have the same setback, the mm -hmm. same roof of the angle, um, the same material. And so that is one of the bigger changes that we see. And a lot of times these are typically in Oak Lawn, Oak Cliff, and East Dallas. Mm -hmm. So very interesting. Yeah. And the, the last one that we're going to talk about today are the, uh, uh, the historic districts. And it, the city of Dallas has 21 different historic districts already designated across the city. And these are really, are not to be confused with historic landmarks because there are also buildings and uh, not just buildings but like the the 1400 to the 1900 block of Kid Springs Boulevard mm -hmm. is designated as a historic uh, is a as a historically designated landmark so it's not a landmark doesn't just have to be like one thing but th those five blocks are designated historic because of the architecture that was used the style of building that was right. used and that type of thing. And a lot of times the historic districts want the material to be the same. They want the colors to be the same from the error. Nothing gets changed on these and it becomes a lot more of a, a constraint that mm -hmm. you have. And in fact, you actually, if you're looking to make changes, you have to petition, you have to bring your information to the city for the changes. Mm -hmm. There's also a neighborhood association attached to these historic districts and then the Texas Land Council is, Landmark Commission is also going to weigh on this. So this is an element that can take a long time and affect your budget if you're trying to make changes on a home that is inside of one of these historic districts. Yeah, it's a, it, and this is you know this is probably the most restrictive. It if if you are someone who is really heavily into the history of neighborhoods and the the history of a style of building, these are incredibly important to you. And um, the uh, the 
the the energy behind many of these historic neighborhoods is really great because you know you don't buy into one of these not knowing what you're buying into Correct. because most of the time you're paying a little bit of a premium to be buying in a historic district and there's also an addendum that goes with the contract that you're signing being notified of what you have bought into so mm -hmm. it's not like a oops oh gotcha kind of a situation yeah you know yeah very much so there's really great information online as well um, i believe if you google um, dallas city hall has information for you and then also preservation dallas yes lots of great information for those areas yes preservation dallas is a great organization they they actually offer uh historic home specialist designations mm -hmm. a lot of uh a really great organization to belong to because they they offer a lot of history and information and resources and events that you can join to to be with like-minded people that really do value the history of the city of Dallas and the style that we that we were developed with in the late 1800s. And it's very interesting. They usually have a spring tour. Um, and to kick off that spring tour, they bring in um, a panel that will give it a talk. I went and heard them talk about an area close to you, Greenway Parks. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to hear the history based on why that was. And then usually they have about 15 homes on tour that are um, all special, but have somehow met the criteria. And it's a really great way to, if you're an advocate for this, it's fun to see the way these homes live um, today versus how they were originally built. Yeah, I, I agree. So uh, as Weston said earlier, over the, the next several episodes, we're going to start uh, narrowing in on some of the historic neighborhoods and some of the conservation districts and some of the neighborhood overlays in the city of Dallas, just to help you learn a little bit more in detail about each one of those neighborhoods. Yep. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Sold with Updike Pew. If there's information that you'd like us to touch on, neighborhoods we'd like to talk about, let us know. We'd be happy to make that happen. And just remember, we want to be your realtors for life. Thank you.